but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Margs, here we are. It's Moz and the Bean back at it again. The final podcast of the year. We've 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 won. We've we've rode the waves, the Katmantari waves, with you all, and we are back for the final pot of the year. Just pre-Christmas, a couple of twilight meetings at Doomburn Eagle Farm Saturday. They've opened the greatest venue in the nation for one final huzzah before we see the Christmas period upon us. And um, Moz, how are you? Mate, I'm fantastic. Thanks for taking that little bit of a, an intro, mate. I just needed a moment to uh, <laughs> catch my breath still after Kementari uh, last week, mate. I tell you what, there's no there's no greater feel, really, is there, when you you pot a horse for the last four years and it wins with not a cent of yours on it. But that's why we do this great game, mate, don't we? And and, and you did back it a few times there in between as well, just to um, <laughs> just to, oh, yeah. just, just to really rub a bit of salt in those wounds, mate. <laughs> That's it, mate. But well, look, I can I can probably very safely say that I was not the only one over the the journey. Uh, but look, hopefully, all our uh, all our videos, memes, photos, maybe led some of the mugs into to having a crack at Kementari at the seventh. So, kudos, Mister Cummings. Um, I guess we're not going to be able to buy the horse now at cheapest chips, twenty five bucks, mate. It might be twenty five k and. I don't know, man. Unless we're jagging the potty this weekend, it could be a couple of years away for us. Yeah, he might throw in a case of beers or something like that, and perhaps you know he'll get the, he'll get Huey to ride it or something like that. You know, a bit, a bit of a gag treatment or something like that. See, how, see, how I can go. <laughs> oh, gee, we'll, we'll see if we can give him a couple of bonus bets. Why not pass the higher ups, mate? But look, hey, mate, I'm, uh, I'm. It's, it is. It's, it's bittersweet that uh, we're gonna. Well, Christmas and, and New Year's obviously a busy time, but it's some cracking racing. We were just talking about. Uh, we've got the Twilight Meet Friday, so Mugs, we won't really cover that uh, in the podcast, but we'll chuck some tips up if we like something tomorrow. But Saturday, you've got the Gateway, which is a ballot exempt rate race for the Stradbroke next year. So there's certainly yeah. some interest in the meet. Um, yeah. And of course, we've we've sort of said that they've thrown a bit of cash some of Queensland Carnival Way. So there is some really good horses up and about, which gives us a little bit of, uh, you know, something else to look forward to in the racing carnival rather than just waiting for winter to roll around, mate. So it's good times. Yeah, there's a bit of star, bit of star power up here this weekend. A few of the southern, a few of the um, southern raiders have made their way across the border now they've been allowed, and so it's it's going to be pretty interesting. Actually, there's a few pretty smart ones that are up and about for this event on the weekend. Well, mate, let's get ripping right in because that's what the mugs are here for. We'll, we'll carry on a little bit throughout, but we're here to find some winners, mate. And we're going to need both our brilliant minds together here for race one because the three-year-olds over the 1,400, mate, three-year-old handicap conditions and look, a few good horses that are going around and a few that are just around about each and every time. But with the, with the young horses, mate, there's not a lot of opportunities to sort of step up to the 14 to 1600. So I think there's a few horses screaming for that trip. Uh, I know one that comes to mind, there's Paladas, who's 370 in the market, but you've also got one of the dream team combos, Maloney Bandock, with good chat. I guess uh, they named that horse after the two months punting podcast, mate. <laughs> And uh, 
you've got a horse like Dusty Tycoon who who's going to lead for fun in this race, and you get nine bucks. The query though, it uh, it walks in at the twelve hundred. What's fourteen hundred going to do to a horse like that? Yeah, it's um this mate. This is this is probably my this is I think this is me my load up bet of the day. This there's a living certainty in this race, and that is Paladas. It will absolutely donkey lick this field. I think Good Chat's been smart, but it's been a dip switch with a field that's been subpar to what it comes up against here. You should get a pretty strong pace, I think, from Dusty Tycoon, and I just think it was doing all the right things at the end of that race last start of the sunny coast. Gets a key weight swing on. Zenefa as well, which is in this affair. So I just think it wins. Mickey Rod, as long as we don't get a... Um, I don't remember what he rode last week, but he rode something about... Uh, it seemed... Outback Barbie. Yeah, he seemed to ride it three wide. So I think if we get a bit of cover here, I think this absolutely bolts in. Hey, good luck to you. And uh, you mentioned one there that I'm looking at that form line. I'm going for the Zenefa form line, but I'm actually going to land with Better Lad on top there. Um, this thing was just, you're right, too far back at the 1400, their last start. Gets the trip up. Well, gets the trip, obviously. Um, and just a bit of a smaller field and, you know, similar sort of track, but I think he's going to be tracking a little bit closer than what, uh, what he was last start there. And... I guess uh, weight-wise, I think there's a little bit of swing in favour on Zenefa. So I'm looking for those two outside the obvious to, to probably rattle things up. Pilatus is just going to be one of those horses, I think, mate, isn't it? Where you, you yep. sit last on the turn and just waiting for the Chautauqua to boom. Yeah. It's just whether or not it does. He'll be down, he'll be down the outside. We'll see where we go. <laughs> yeah. Bloody, absolutely spot on, mate. And... Look, it's a bit of a tough race, and another. Uh, you speak of Big Mickey Rod. I think, I think, oh, did he? I think he might not have ridden a winner last week. But one jockey that we know is winners in his blood, mate, and that's the big man, Glenn Boss. He's back Friday night. I think he picks up six out of six favourites, so not a bad little entry back into Brisbane for him. Uh, but lines up with good soys there on race number two there. The Eagle Way three-year-old quality, mate, up to the 1800. So, again, it's one of those distances that uh, a lot of these horses are exposed to the first time. Uh, and you got C. Marie there who was, you know, super impressive last start that just rolled good soys late, mate. I know you were heavily invested on the soys there. Yep. And, of course, you got the Ritz for the Costa Yard, which is flying two from two, mate. You can't do any better than that, can you? No, it's, uh, it is it is going well, but I will mention that um the the Ritz was um two for two and one of those wins it um it bells at a horse called the Lookalike, which we had in one of the um, one of the let it ride bets, I believe. Yeah, which looked like a bit of a cat. So I'm um, I'm questioning a bit of the Ritz's form there, I think. I just think um I'm not getting off good size here. I think it um it did all the donkey work in that race where C Marie got the best of it. It comes up here. We get Glenn Boss on board. And I think a pretty important factor, I'm not sure if we mentioned yet, but the rail's at four metres. And Brisbane has about 780 mils of rain predicted for the next three days or something absurd like that. So if the rain does come, sires say that this horse will handle the going. So a bit of given the track is only going to benefit good soys. So I'm on board again. Well, that's the thing there, Muggs, and, and the bean is spot on. He's a weather expert, so don't doubt he's at gospel here. But <laughs> we, are, we are forecast for a flood pretty much yeah. over the next couple of days. But, 
again, we sort of touched on that Eagle Farm track, mate. Even when it's pissing down, you, you're still going to get a pretty fair track uh, on display. So it's probably one of those ones that if we have a lot of rain leading up, it may not impact the track too much. But if we're getting a lot of rain during the, the meeting, yeah, it's the day. Yeah, you probably the key, yeah. you probably have to start to look for those those track patterns and the horses that obviously get through with a uh, a bit of cut in the ground. So. Mate, one I'm, uh, one I'm referring back to here that I just I know is going to get the trip, uh, and that's from the Lambing Yard there, Pure Deal. So it does come through that same race and, and was just too far back at Doombin, you know, and Doombin's, you know, we harp on it every week. Mate, if you're not in the top two, don't even yeah, bother turning forget up. forget about it. And yeah. that goes for us as well in the crowd. We get there late. Don't even bother, mate. We're already in the red. Uh, <laughs> but, look, he was... He was hitting the line really, really well, this horse, um, which, you know, obviously just screams for the bit of a bit more distance there. And, and what I'm seeing here is three from three at the distance um, has, you know, has a scalp there at Eagle Farm, which up here is your horses for courses kind of attitude. So, mate, 9.50, reading the same form lines, they're all sort of level pegging with the weight. So it's just one of those ones where might be able to find a little bit of value outside the, uh, the obvious Quinella there at the top of the market. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Often, mate. And look, we're speaking of obviouses, mate. Race three does present us with a with a horse that I guess you know you've put your daughter through the finest private school in Brisbane. Um, I'm just slugging away, being an, an idiot most of the time. So we're both, we're both up a little bit from Roman Aureus <laughs> from last prep, and he's back. He's first up. We're getting yep. four dollars twenty. Uh, but again, you've got a, a few good horses that are back in this field. I mean, socialising probably a bit over its head last start there. I think it was in that uh, in that Outback Barbie Donker race, Needle race, sorry. But it's a good horse too, mate. I mean, Malahide, same can be said there. You get the boss man on top, Foster Yard flying. There's four or five you could really make a case for. Um, you got to make a case for one, though. Mate, I am, and that is um, that is going to be Fisty Cuffs. I'm back to the well with an old favourite oh, of the being. Love the Fisty Cuffs. Yeah. I just think um, first up, it absolutely flies, gets burn on board up uh, on board. The longest straight, I think, is the key here. Was it doomed? And it sort of always attacked the line and then ran a pretty good fourth or fifth. But you shouldn't find too much trouble on Fisty Cuffs here at Eagle Farm. It's only missed a place twice, and. You mentioned earlier, and I've been mentioning the rain, it doesn't necessarily handle the ground, but if we do get that Eagle Farm drain, it tends to tends to come on board and that kind of thing. And it, it sort of ends up a soft, a soft. If, if it's a heavy, it's probably almost a forget bet. But if we do um do sit on a soft, I reckon it's um I reckon it's a pretty good bet. Mate, seven dollars for fisticuffs. It was going around two fifty three dollars every run last prep. I'm getting I'm getting a fair few papers on there. Yeah. Fair enough, mate. Look, I'm uh, I'm sticking with with what I know here, and that's Roman Aureus. I'm going to trust in the yard that it's going to be up and flying first up. Yeah. The trial was, you know, nothing to be desired, but that's trial form for you. You have a superstar. And I think that was the only thing that put me off a bit was the trial. I was like, oh, it just was poor, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Look, and I mean, last prep, it's it was just you know a classic working through its grades kind of preparation. So. I think this is probably just a bit more of a, a kickoff point for a bit of, bit of cash um, because, as we sort of mentioned, there's a few of those good good races coming up over the next uh, next couple of weeks and months for 
some Queensland racing. So I think this is a good kickoff point. Gets him with 56 kilos, mate, to set weights there. So if anything, it's it's well-weighted, it's well-suited. Just whether the big boys come back is good or I'll yes. leave, uh, leave Eagle Farm scratching my head thinking, what the hell? <laughs> I just needs, a, needs a run or wins a race. That'll be how it goes, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, mate. We'll stuck into, uh, get stuck in a race four there, and then we'll just uh, we'll have some vibes out there for the mugs, mate. But look, I found this to be toughest on the card. Look, it's a big field, big Eagle Farm yeah. field. We're going to love having a punt in this race. Uh, but you got GTT. I mean, you can't catch that thing. I've, I've been yeah. shouting it out the last two starts. You get $4.50. That's that's the kind of field we've got here, Muggs. Draws 13 Euros, as well. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Platinum Euros. Uh, look, this, this thing looks to be in on Friday night there, Muggs. So we'll save you a bit of a, a spiel there. Hopefully, Bean doesn't have that one on top. Uh, but, man, the list goes on. It's a bit of country form coming together with some, you know, second, third tier city form. Uh, and I guess you've got, you know, horses like Coral Bay that's been up forever and, and doesn't really run a bad race. Courting Verity there is looking for four on the trot and you get 21 bucks. Looking at the speed map, mate, Rex, we know that thing does nothing but pester everyone in front. Uh, I don't know where to start. Mate, I, mate, you mentioned it earlier. I actually do have platinum euros on top, but if it's going around Friday, like we saw, it could be um, it could be a bit of a, a Friday night. A quick scratch there, but um, the only other one in the field that I was I've been a bit of a fan of and fairly fond of of late is Rapido Gris, but it draws the fifteen, and I just that just put me off completely. I just thought it could get it'd be stuck out back and wide, and if Robbie Frad leaves it out wide and it doesn't get the runs then oh, I don't know I just I think it's good enough to win it but it just needs to draw inside 10 so I just had to leave that out so I do have platinum euros on top but mate it's dead set it's a yeah mate it's a shooting um, yeah, fish in a barrel kind of or shooting fish in, in the sea not in a barrel yeah, it's not that easy <laughs> well fingers crossed it gets scratched and it just means you get a lay a, a hall pass for that race but yeah <laughs> Hey, I'm uh well look, I'm not I'm not gonna sound as silly as I, I sounded, you know, yesterday when I was going through the form here, mate. One down the, the market there at fifty one to one fish on. I'm gonna have a little dabble on the fish, the big fish. So I uh the form look, the form is a lot to be desired, but I remember tipping fish on. It would have been one weekend when we were at Eagle Farm because because this horse is a bit of a, a late swooper. So it's crying out for that uh, that big attract. Got scratched that day and the last two last three starts we've lined up at Gold Coast and Toowoomba, which are you know, which are generally some pretty tight turning tracks, so it doesn't really suit those kind of horses that just need that, you know, 100 metres to have one last swoop. So, look, not a lot of confidence, I think, in either of us with race four, but we're mugs and that's what we do best and that's fine. We have a crack of a race. (laughs) We sure do, mate. We sure do. But, mate, before we we get stuck in a race five, because I'll just mention that it is a very, very good time of year up here in Queensland for racing because – just after the new year, we start to think about the Magic Millions, mate. And look, this race is the first of two on the card there that you start to get a bit of a look at the early two-year-olds. So, Muggs listening out there and uh, and vibing with us over the year. We're hopefully, well, I'm going to be there. The Beans, pretty much keen. He's going to be there too. But we want to get down there for Magic Millions Day as well and, and have a good day at the races. I've never been down to uh, the Magic Millions Day, mate. Have you? 
No, it'd be a first for me, mate. I've, I've just seen them line up along the fence line, and then um, and then all the all the heroes come out. And if if we can pick up another horse like away game, this Magic Millions, it'll be a um, it'll be a pretty good day. So just we need yes. another one like that. <laughs> yeah, and we've got to be on it too. Let's not uh, let's yeah. not forget about that. We won't that just talk about. We'll put a few too. bets on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't on the away game, but uh, anyway, mate, we'll move on. And you're right. There is. There is some Magic Millions complications here. So, actually, tomorrow what I'll do, Muggs, I've, I've, I've looked at a few in the market that I'm uh, a little bit keen on for the Magic Millions, which might be worth having a bit of a look before this weekend's racing because you've got uh, you got one up from the Wally Yard, Zarastro, which obviously is here for a, uh, a reason. And Baby Wong, super impressive last start. I know Alpine Edge has a little bit of a spruik on it from the Edmonds Yard there as well on debut. Uh, and look, the list goes on. There's a few of them we've seen. There's a few of them that have been at the trials recently. All in all, with two-year-olds, mate, they've got to sort of piece it together at the right time. And this is the right time to, to do that. So how are you reading the form for the first race for the two-year-olds? Man, I had I had two on top, and I um the first one has got the old scratcher Marco next to it, so that was burned for the Mar and Eustace stable. But the other one I did have my eye on, and it's it's purely a stable pickup here for me, is I just feel like the Snowden Yard just have two year olds absolutely humming. They're one of those stables that just seem to be across the two year olds, and I think you can you can pick a stable on how they how they play with their two year olds because some of them just don't get it right and others get it spot on and they're just one of those yards draws the five here i just think cochran is a real good chance um and mate this is literally just a lottery like i'm going solely off jockey and stable on how they handle their two-year-olds that's just that's literally how i've made my decision there's no real pick up here first starter two so it's drawn inside ish which is a plus because i don't want to be out wide Bemoz's rails yeah. rule for the two-year-olds is generally how we go. Yeah, man, that's, uh, it's been a pretty good rule, hasn't it, that one? Yeah, yeah, it goes well. I mean, our other 15 rules we don't follow half the time and they come yeah, back but, to bite but us. That one we, but that one we sort of stick to. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and while we're on that, mate, what, what, a better, uh, what a better draw than Barrier 1 to follow the rail around. And, and that's where I'm sticking. I'm with Alpine Edge, mate, and our favourite jockey on this show, Robbie Fratt on board, of course, can never have any Bobby. problems with that one. Uh, gave us a problem in race one last week, but hey, the good with the bad, you've got to take it, mate. That's what the game's all about. Yep. But uh, look, I do remember a bit of Spruik, as I said, from the Edmonds Yard a while ago on this this fella. And just va- again, you know, watching the trials, you can't really take too much away with it. But, you know, you look at some two-year-old trials, some horses are just throwing their head around all over the shop. This fella seemed pretty switched on, you know. He was, he was at the track ready to go. So... I think he won the trial. That's never really something to brag about. But, I mean, when you look at uh, who else was in that trial, which was Golden 80, uh, who's already had the race day experienced and, and won won a race at the track a while ago, you, you take a little bit of confidence that he's uh, he's ready to – he's race ready, yeah. So yeah. that's all we can do with these kind of races, mate. Find something that gives you a bit of a lead and just absolutely run with it. Yep. And pretty much copy and paste in a race six because you again right. you've got you got another two year old race and 
it just doesn't get any easier, mate. Thousand meters. Oh, go. You know, I, I actually, I, I thought someone was okay. I, I've stuck to one that I um, I think we tipped last start, or someone tipped last start. I'm pretty, I'm not sure it was you or I, but that's Princess Bojack, mate. Draws the five here for the Mickey Nolan stable, mate. That stable's airborne with their young horses, as we saw with our favourite lady, Kisakano. I just think um, it's a pretty good run. Draws the five here, a thousand metres. It's going to get all the favours from the inside, and you just want to be on those those draws and I just yeah. think I'm, I'm taking the experience here over the first start it's got out it's done the job yes there's a few other leaders that apparently will be around pestering it but you know fake love which is the favorite goes forward draws 13 sweet dolly draws three so it'll be thereabouts with princess bojack but if they can both hum along a few of the others have drawn a bit further out I think so I just think yeah take on chance with a runner that's one and done before Oh, Jack, mate. Well, look, I'm glad that you're seeing it very similar to me. I'm, I'm probably going to revert back to Princess Bojack, but uh, another one that I do like, but I will note there, Muggs, that I think it's second emergency in this field, so it doesn't look like we might get a Stark, but a good old friend, Mr. TJ Golden, mate. We haven't really given him much of a spruik this week yet. No, he's so, not, yeah. No, but Lolanka on top. Um, so, look, when I, when I sort of talked about Alpine Edge's trial there. Um, Lolanka actually trialed on the same day, different heat, and was the fastest two-year-old of the uh, the morning there. So, again, just watching back on this trial, what I was looking for was this horse was just pinging the lid straight to the front, sitting handy and forward, um, which in two-year-olds, most of them tend to want to do anyway. But yeah. it looked to have just that little bit of polish. And, of course, the Queensland trainers, Dolan, Heathcote, Edmonds, um, when they're bringing two-year-olds to the track, generally they're pretty ready to go, aren't they? So yeah, that's right. uh, you've, you've got to trust what's in front of you and the track record that they're put up. So uh, let me do a little bit more research on Lalanka because I'm sure uh, Mr. Golan's probably got a bit of a team that he wants to get down the Magic Millions with. It's just about <laughs> they and what they know that the monks... You might, might be giving you a share, mate. Is he giving you a share in it? <laughs> oh, well, not yet. DJ, mate, I must have missed your call last week after uh, after we potted Jonka, which didn't win. That was good. But, <laughs> oh well, we didn't win either, did we? No, the other Golan right. didn't win either, man. <laughs> uh, boom. But hey, we'll be we'll be back on the Golan train pretty damn quick. I'm I'm guaranteeing, mate. Before we get into race seven, but look, before we do, mate, it's been a uh, it's been a fun year. I've actually lost track of uh, when we did start this thing. I think it was around sort of. March? April, May, March, April, May, yeah, something around yeah, that. I think just, it was like March from memory. Just listed three months. Just so before, just before COVID, the COVID nineteen right. scandal because hit. Because that that was our claim to fame, Muggs, that we weren't in COVID and decided to start a podcast. We started it a week before, before. COVID hit, so yeah. we're ahead of the game, man, like we always are. But yeah. and I want to want to send my thanks to you. It's been a hoot doing it with you this year, but also. Uh, just some shout-outs, you know, just so we keep in good favour for next year. But uh, big, uh, you know, Beto and Southern Crossbet, they're being good fun. So these are our bookie friends, Mugs, that we'll give a shout-out to. Big Lynchy and Lynchbet. And, of course, uh, the affiliation with Play Up with Punters Experience as well. So, look, guys, let's – let's uh, we'll cut to the chase here because a lot of people probably don't understand how this sort of works with, uh, with bookies. But – you know, we don't, we don't get any money from these guys. I don't know why. Maybe they just know we're mugs. But 
what we do is try and get them on board, you know, because we're like you, we're mug hunters. Hey, I don't want to be turning my money over every freaking week without getting something back. So we sort of try to set up a deal where, hey, if we keep using you, chuck some bonus bets every time we deposit, look after the mugs that do the same. So boom, that's what we're all about, isn't it, mate? That's right. Mate. You've got to, got to do that. Big thanks to you too, mate. You've stuck. You're stuck with me. <laughs> you put up with me for yeah. all these, all these, all these weeks back to back. So, mate, it's been a pleasure. And um, yeah, like Ben Moss said, get on there. And if you use these bookies, mate, they treat you superbly. So you've just got to stick with them. That's it, mate. And they're uh, they're, they're good blokes as well. Like we wouldn't really, we're not really, uh, you know, the the cookie cutter marketing models are we mate so no, not really. <laughs> pretty much if we can't have plenty of beers with you we really don't get along with you too well so just <laughs> bet lad brokes neds hit that bricks not interested <laughs> not for sale until you pull your checkbook out then we'll be for sale but mate that's all right we're look we're looking for bigger and better in 2021 guys so yeah. if uh if you are out there we want to branch out to do some more interviews and stuff which we had some good feedback for so Look, we're always keen for a message, for a catch-up, for a beer, day at the track, whatever it is, mate. We're all about punting and having a bloody good time with our mates doing it. So let's keep doing it. And race seven, we want to come in hot, mate. And a horse that knows no other way than coming in hot is our girl, Sugar Boom. So look, mate, I'm a, I was a bit of a gospel last week. I, I told you what Sugar Boom's all about. It's a lead for 999-metre job. And you either won it or you've lost it in that last meter. Thankfully, the big girl held off for us and uh, and got the the picket fence going. Four <laughs> bucks you're getting for the wild ride again, mate. Are you on with me this time, or is there something else that's tickling your fancy? No, mate, I'm steering clear. <laughs> I just it's not it's not because I don't like her as a, don't like her as a horse. I just can't catch her. Every time I'm on, she runs the best second you've ever seen in your life and gets beaten. A lip. I um I've gone for the Sydney Raider, mate. I think I think Plaguestone is massively unders. It was thirteen dollars. I think it was last night. It's into six dollars fifty at the moment, mate. They the market it, they? has whacked it. it. It's dead set being pumped. So. Mate, the thirteen dollars was a good bet. Six fifty is probably still a pretty good bet with that money. That adds a bit of confidence. But mate, it's run um a second, uh, uh, half a length second in the trial to Lily Moore, which is a star down yeah. in Sydney, Saturday grade. Um, Sugar Boom will be hard to catch, but mate, two for four of the trip flies first up, and it handles the heavy if we do get the rain, and you get the best jockey probably in the state on the weekend in in Mister Boss on board. So, mate. I think, mate, yeah. the, the, I probably should have snapped up the $13 because now I'm going to look like a bloody fool taking six fifty. But anyway, here we are. <laughs> All right, mate. As you, as you know, we're pretty good with our editing skills on these things. So we can easily uh, tweak that to say you claim the 13 Yeah. <laughs> mate, believe it or not, uh, serve my memory correct, I'm pretty sure plate, well, Ex-Godolphin horse plate. So, yep. Yeah, it is Ex-Godolphin. Yeah, it was up here as a, a bit of an early Stradbroke contender. Uh, I think it's two three-year-olds, and then then just must have went amiss, had some injuries or whatever. I think it's yeah. I think it's been through a couple of new trainers uh, since then, but uh, it came up, you know, sometime last prep, and, and absolutely spanked them on a heavy there. So you're right. If if you do yeah. get a bit of rain, uh, you know that a horse like that can absolutely motor through it. Yeah, I've got to stick yeah. with the boom on top, mate. I mean, yeah. the only I thought the that only might thing be the case. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm I'm riding with you, Tony, one more time. But look, yeah. it just it just gets uh, it just gets the weight swing for some reason on on Just Orm, who was 
who was truckloading home to uh, to try and run her down last start. So I'm thinking just with a bit of the light weight on the back, it's, it's just going to, well, you know how it's going to be, mate. It's going to be a matter of catch me if you can. Greyhound. I'm hoping that they can't. So, again, I'm. Uh, it's a bit like watching Kemitari, mate. It's just the wild ride that keeps on delivering, <laughs> mate. Keeps the on sugar delivering. boom ride. <laughs> Sugar boom, right? At least sugar boom wins. That's yeah, the, uh, that's that's right. the yeah, that difference. is the difference. <laughs> so I'll get one out of ten. Whereas special K, man, I'm one out of thirty, and I'm still down. <laughs> oh, all right, mate. We've got two more to go, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna go into the gateway. So this is the main event. It's limited to four year olds, which is a little bit weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the gateway fourteen hundreds, and as we sort of mentioned there, mugs. This gets you. Straight in, red carpet rolled out into the Stradbroke handicap. So, uh, I'm pretty sure Vega One won this race last year uh, yeah. and was able to, to get in with the lightweight and be an absolute legitimate chance, which should have won Moz's words. But yeah. we, get a, uh, we get another rendition here, mate. And you've got, look, it attracts a good horse, as simple as that. You've got Frosty Rocks up there for the Baker Yard. And, you know, when he brings horses up to Queensland, his strike rates up there with the best of them as well. Don't yeah, get us wrong. Yeah. Profit made storming home last start, held on for third, which is great. But then you've got the North Queensland champion, Penny yeah. Angua, which was the bet of the millennium last start, which we were happy to declare at $2 it started. What do? <laughs> uh, but look, at it's just as simple as it's looking for nine on the trot. It's a great story. Uh, it'd be awesome. I think this horse cost him five hundred bucks. Um, I mean, that's that's what you want. That's keeps that's the dream exact, alive. That's exactly what you want. <laughs> for, for mugs like you and I that just keep getting sucked in, that's that's what we hold on for, mate. But look, I just hope it's. Uh, I hope it's. Well, it's going to be a cracker of a race, there, mate. You're looking like Frosty Rock just is going to lead for fun there. But winners just win. Can the big P? Can he do it? Are you on board, mate? Yeah, man, I'm, I mean, I'm going again. I just, I just thought there was no reason to get off. I think Frosty Rocks is probably a perhaps a perhaps a better horse, but the best horse doesn't always win these races. I don't think, and I just think Penny Aguilar is um made up. I'd get get on board. It won last week with Authority. It should be pretty competitive in this city affair. It was eight dollars, so there's a bit of early money. Um, and if they go Pelter Skelter up front, and I think Master Jamie should be taking on, or Jamie should be taking on Frosty Rocks yeah. up front. That's the key. If that occurs, mate, Profit and Paniagua will be flying, and I'm back in the North Queensland Raider to get the chocolates. Yeah, mate, I'm I'm seeing it exactly the same. Like you just you just can't let a horse like Frosty Rocks. It, it was a bit like Needorp last week, mate. That was the reason that we potted Needorp. Um, and they let her just leave for fun, and look what happened. Yeah. So we need we need Master Jamie to take it on. That's the key. Yeah. If it well, gets its own it. way in front, it's game over pretty quickly. You'll know straight away. You just got to tear your ticket up and forget well, about it. Well, that's the thing. Like this, this is literally the golden ticket race. So if you're, you know, Master Jamie's one of those horses that runs at his best when he's in front, controlling the tempo. So if you're not playing to that horse's strengths. And giving it up just for the sake of, oh, he got there first. Well, that's yeah. that's why us punters get so frustrated at jockeys yeah. Yeah. and trainers and this and that, 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 that. Because our, our, how we see the race, obviously, it takes a bit of a different turn. But I'm on the big P as well, mate. I'm on Paniangua for the uh, for the Queensland Pride because you're right. I think it's just going to set up perfect. Yeah. But that gets a good draw. On. Should be right in behind him, mate. Should be perfect. Yep. 
you know, and I'm not, uh, look, I'm not too big on, you know, these closing sectionals and splits and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know how well he came home in that country race, but visually didn't get touched, hands and heels, absolutely idled up and just went bang. So there's obviously plenty in the tank. Um, to be able to perform it at this kind of level, so they also wouldn't. Need, they wouldn't take him here if he wasn't a real chance, a real live chance. I, I just think they wouldn't bother with the run. You know, he's been up forever. No. Like, if you if you weren't certain that he was going to run superbly, then you just would leave it go. I reckon. Well, that's it, and you. But even spot on because you know there's three or four races probably on the same card that he's an absolute winning chance in, um, and this is just a bit of a hey, this is why we're in this game, to try and win the best races. This yeah. horse is up to it. Let's have a crack. And, of course, big Bobby Thompson in town again, mate. Yeah, man. Uh, he's a super he, job. Oh, mate. He just, he just hopped off it last week and just doesn't even smile, but he was smiling, put it that way. <laughs> You've ever seen Robert Thompson's face, mate. He's about 400 years old, the bloke, but just knows how to get it done. So, good luck. That's going to be a cracker. So, Look, Muggs, if you're going out to the track on Saturday, bloody get around a horse like that because they, they get everyone up and talking, that's for sure. Get a start. One more to go, the get-out stakes. And look, if, if that was not enough to whet your appetite for Saturday, this one certainly will. It's a listed race again. We're going for the 1,300 metres at Eagle Farm, which is a little bit of a tricky start. But... I don't think we're going to be seeing this one as clearly as the last, mate, because you've got a couple of our uh, our favourites there. Let's just read a few out. Exhilarates is back in town, by the way. So, yep. Crone that's just delivered the world for us. Baccarat, baby. Oh, Don is the power in there, mate, as well. Riverburn. Oh. Mousy, even. <laughs> Mousy. Skate to Paris is back. Yep. Uh, you want to lead or do you want me to lead for the uh, the 2020? Mate, I'll lead. I thought this was – I actually thought this was pretty simple, to be honest. I think Exhilarates right. wins this, mate. It's a listed race specialist. It runs super first up, draws perfectly in the seven. Mate, it's it's running, running Everest. I'm pretty – Nah, not Everest. Oh, it's Magic, Magic Millions horse. Oh, Magic, oh, Magic Millions, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. I just think, I just think, in terms of the weights that it comes up against this field on, it's running up. I mean, it's carrying half a kilo more than Baccarat Baby. And to be honest, Baccarat Baby, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's right. There's something amiss there. Like it's, it's just not. A, there's a bit of outback Barbie with Baccarat Baby in there. It's, it's not coming the, back the same. The form, the form reads that it should be running a lot better than it should. You know, yeah, and it's just, just one of those horses that finds trouble. And, and you're still uh, only getting $7. I just think, mate, $4 yeah. for Exhilarates. It's the best horse in this race, I think, by a, a couple of lengths. If it runs its best race, I think it wins. Simple. All right, mate. I'm, look, I'm, I'm betting with my heart here, which is the worst thing you can possibly do. But sometimes it can work out to be the best. And we're, we said it for, for weeks on end, mate. The best Brisbane form was skate to Paris form. And that's exactly <laughs> what I'm going to be doing. So I'm getting $26 to find out. Look, the, it's probably not at its uh, at its fitness yet. Probably wants a little bit further. But again, with this with this kind of money on offer, mate, and the kind of speed maps that get created with a big field like this, yeah. um, it's a horse that just has that turn of foot that can do a bit of an exhilarates and just 
absolutely swamped them late. You know, it wasn't wasn't even looking like a uh, a racehorse last start there in that Needle race. Too far back, didn't say boo. Doombin horse, no thank you. Back yeah. at Eagle Farm, I'm happy to have a bit of a crack and and fingers crossed we can get the job done. <laughs> I thought, well, I thought you might be heading back to Paris. <laughs> back to Paris, mate. Look, I'm, uh, I've loaded up on croissants for the last, you know, what, six months we've been doing this podcast, thanks <laughs> to Skate to Paris. So why stop now? Simple as that. <laughs> mate, there's, uh, there's a couple more things we need, and that's, uh, that's beans at Banger. Moz's must have. I mean, the show's got to go on. We've got to absolutely finish with some, some real confidence for the mugs. Uh, to to send them home happy and, and ready to load up their bank accounts. What have you got mate, for us, mate? Beans banger. I'll be loading up in the first on Palatus, and I think um, I think a good multi. My multi for the day. I'll be having twenty five or fifty on. It'll be um, exhilarates into Palatus. I reckon they go bang bang. Bang bang. Bookend, mate, bookend the meeting. The beans bookend, mate. I sort of like the uh, the sound of that. If we <laughs> we could have made it happen every week, we could have kept it going, buddy, every week, couldn't we? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not sure how many times I would have got it, but this weekend I guarantee. That's it, mate. And look, I don't know. Uh, that's the thing, mugs. We're mug punters, so we we talk all this, all these bests and bangers and whatnot, but we don't actually really track these things. So we're just assuming that we are well ahead for the year, aren't we, mate? Well ahead. That's right. I think you're about ninety-nine out of a hundred, and I'll give you it. I'm ninety-eight out of a hundred. Yeah, that's right. What about Moz's must-have, mate? What have you got for us? What have you got for oh, mate, out there? Well, I, did, I did find this one a uh, look a bit of a tricky week, but I'm going to stick with the well in the boom. Going sugar boom on top. I did have her as Moz's must-have there last start where she got in for us. Uh, I think it was one of those threes into $2 kind of jobs and got the job done. Going to be more value. It's going to be a tougher field, but she's going to be the winner for a very, very, very long way. That's right, mate. <laughs> Strap yourself in. <laughs> I'm strapped, mate. I'm ready to go. But hey, Muggs, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for being a part of this as well, Muggs. So we are, I guess we're two simple mugs out there that love having a punt, but you know, it makes us uh, makes us overwhelmed when you guys message through and agree with us, argue with us. Even, mate, we're gonna we're gonna put a shout out to a lot of like the jockeys and trainers uh, up here in Queensland as well because it's a, it's a bit surreal, you know. Like we, these guys are our heroes in a sense, you know, we go there to watch them on horses and yep. when they write back to you on Instagram and Twitter and, and, you know, big, big bag, we go, we love, we go, he's in the Facebook group talking to people about his <laughs> ride, which, which I, in racing, it's great like that because they're so willing to communicate with their fans. Um, yep. Obviously they get some slack, but as we say, guys, try not to butcher them too much. party. <laughs> But it is surreal for us, isn't it? Because you, you know, you throw a shout yeah, out to a they pick player. It up, they come back, they give you a bit yep. of love back. So it made it's made it's been outstanding. Yeah, you get particularly the, the trainers and the jocks. Yeah, spot on there. Right? They do, they do the toughest, probably one of the toughest jobs in the world, and most dangerous for the jocks. And mate, they do it every day, and they, mate, they give it their best. You can't ask for much more than that. Just don't ride them three wide. <laughs> Come on, Robbie, get it to the rail, mate. Jesus, Barry, you won. That's what you're there for. Oh, man, I think 2021, we just make it a goal that we get a uh, an email back from the Brisbane Racing Club and we might be able to have a good little event there. So Yeah, that's right. We'll get an event sort of the BRC. <laughs> yeah, mate. Aim for the stars, fall in the clouds. Yeah, well, Muggs, that's, right. that's enough from us. Have a uh, have a ripper weekend. Thanks for the year. We'll be, we'll be back on the airwaves 
probably just before that Magic Millions meeting and helping you find some two-year-old candy for the big one down at the GC. Sounds good, Muggs. Enjoy the Chrissy New Year period.